This is 105.9 The Region, and you're listening to Discovery, the radio show for podcasters. Your content, unfiltered. This is Discovery. You're listening to the Millennial Balance Podcast, exclusively part of our Discoveries block here on 105.9 The Region. I'm Shaliza Bacchus. I'm Afwa Ba, and, uh, you know, glad to be back. We're back. And uh, I don't know about you, Afwa, but like this new year Mm -hmm. has me wanting to just like reorganize and throw everything out and just, you know, really clear up your space. Because I feel like with a clear space, you have a clearer mind as well. You know, that is my goal. Forget even if it's a new year. It's like I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to clean my closet today. The day. Today ends up not being the day. And, and then I, I actually end up adding to the pile. Yeah. And then when it does happen, how long does it really last? How right? long does it stay that way? Right? We've seen the memes of like, you know, doing your laundry and then how long it takes to actually get it out of the dryer. Like, yeah. Or can, actually fold it. Yes. Can y'all relate? Like, we know that this is not just like our thing. It's There's not. a lot of people who have like issues like, you know, and, keeping their space clean. And I'm sorry to bring this up again, but we are still in a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I know. I rolled my eyes saying that. <laughs> but I feel like that just decreases the motivation even more it's like i don't have to go anywhere why do i need to fold my clothes why do i need to iron my clothes why do i need to do anything why do i need to wear anything other than pajamas stores haven't been helping us too they've been doing that whole like plush like type of outfits oh my gosh that's a whole other conversation so they ain't helping us and for anyone else that was able to conquer it and tackle their room and we'll talk to you after yeah we don't want to talk to you today (laughs) (laughs) uh but uh, to give us some insight on this and how to actually Get the ball rolling, how to actually cleanse your mind, cleanse your space and make it Instagram worthy because I love seeing all those like cute like room things, Mm -hmm. organization things on Instagram and Pinterest. And I know all our millennials are with us on that one. Or just finding your bed to sleep on at the end of the day. Uh, Also, yeah, (laughs) that too, that too. Just sleep on the pile. Just jump on the pile and call it a day. (laughs) Anyway, we are joined by Anya Levine, organizer and interior designer. And you also call yourself a house coach, Anya. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I, I began, I had a staging company, Show and Sell, for 16 years. Started in the beginning of when staging started to become um, popular. And there were three things that always came up with every client. And once they did this long list of getting their house ready and everything, they would say, my God, why didn't I do this before? I love my place now. Secondly, it's like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how much stuff I had. Yes, and that's thirdly, me. Thirdly, their energy changed. Like their face, their skin, and it was crunch time. Like it's just overwhelming to sell your house. But I, then I thought, you know what? I want to work with people who are actually living in their space. And so that's how, kind of how House Coach came about because it's got an energy component to it, organizing, and then, of course, design. Our home is a sanctuary, and we deserve to be living in the best possible space. It's funny that you mentioned that, too, because you say our homes are our spaces. They are our spaces in more ways than one <laughs> these days. They are there are our bedrooms, our offices, our everything, Thanks. literally. So how do you think we can kind of differentiate and sort of g- give ourselves a, a relaxing space that isn't also, you know, an office? Yeah, I think it's, just, you know, we are kind of going into like a deeper phase of being home and so we have been doing some purging and stuff like that but we're really noticing that there is even you know more that needs to go and when we're actually letting go of stuff we're actually getting closer to ourselves and getting more intact with us winter is the best time because 
get everything done during the cold season because you can enjoy being outside when the weather is warmer. And one thing I wanted to say is don't feel overwhelmed. You don't do everything in one day. It's not like Rome is built in a day. People view organizing and decluttering as such a tremendous chore. But if you start to really think about it is one of the most effective self-improvement tactics available for you. Clutter is stuck energy. Um, and it, it plays such a significant role um, in how we feel. It makes us anxious. And it also feels like we've never, you know, really have a chance to, you know, stop and just relax. I'm going to write that down in my journal. Yes. Clutter equals anxiety. Stuck energy like yeah. that's that's an instagram post right there yes that really is <laughs> um so hold on because you did say that you know we can start doing this in january is that sort of debunking a little bit that general saying of you know spring cleaning that's when you sort of detox your living space we don't necessarily have to do that in spring like are we ditching that spring cleaning genre sort of ideology now i really love the way you're thinking yes because if you think about you know, this is like cocooning time. We're like in, 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 inside. It's cabin fever. Why not work on the inside? Spring is you start to go out a little bit more. The, cha- the weather changes. The, the light is brighter. And you might even start putting, you know, for those people who maybe have a home, a house, or if you have um, a balcony, you want to start thinking about the outdoor aspects of your space. Now, another thing that I'm guilty of, I am such a pack rat. Like, I have a hard time throwing things away. So, Anya, do you have any tips for people like me on how to and get me. them? Yeah, Don't yeah. Worry. On how to get the ball rolling, on how to actually declutter and how to decide what to throw away, what to keep, what to donate, and so on? Mm-hmm. I love this question. It's so important. It's so good. So let's just let's just go through the scenario of clothes, okay? Let's just pretend we're talking about clothes. So you're putting, you know, you're going to put things in sections. And then, then let's just say your section is T-shirts. Now, all of a sudden, you have way too many T-shirts. And you're going, well, this, this T-shirt of 25 years or 20 years or whatever, some concert T-shirt or whatever, is like, I don't ever wear it. What is it? Why can't I let go? So when there's something that you're having a hard time letting go with, and it could be something in the kitchen, it could be anyway, put it out where you can actually view it. I'll give you an example. I had this piece of uh, a blanket from a doll when I was young, and I couldn't get rid of it. I put it in this cupboard and that cupboard and that cupboard. Then I just decided, you know what, put it out there for you to see. It happened to be on the dining room table, packed that space all the time. And probably by the third, fourth day, it clicked. It had nothing to do with the blanket. It was my connection with my grandmother. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, go, go get yourself a picture with you and your grandma and put it, you know, somewhere, and there, you know. So it, it really isn't always that. It could be that memory of maybe, you know, you had a, a nice time with a good friend or something like that. But once you get kind of clear on why it is that you can't let go, then it makes it much easier to let go. But it has to be in front of you to, to go and pass through and look at it a couple of times. And I don't mean five minutes. okay so you see my scenario for that though is i might need it one day like i might need it someday soon so i i hang on to it how do i detach myself from that type of behavior someday one day you are taking up real estate you're you're you know something else can be there if if when we remove things that don't serve us 
you will really start to notice things shifting. You know, if you really need something and you haven't used it for a long time, you know, I'm not saying you'll never use it, but it's taking up way too much space and it's taking up also space in your mind because you keep thinking about it when you see it, at whatever triggers that piece might bring you. <laughs> yeah. Gotta it's, go like, it's, so much e- it's so much easier said than done, though, because yeah. literally as you're talking, Anya, I'm like trying to like scan in my closet and it's like, it's, it's funny packed. because, yeah, and it's funny because I do have this like one corner of my closet that I know that's all the stuff I know I'm not going to wear that I don't want, but I just can't get rid of it. And that's exactly what I'm thinking of right now. And I'm like, okay, maybe we just need to bite the bullet, just, just, just scoop it all up and... Or can we call somebody else to be like, you throw it away for us? Like, what, oh. is that? A, is that a? Can we do that? I mean, you can certainly do that. But when I work with clients, I like to work in unison, working together, and and letting them be in charge of that decision. Because one thing I did notice when I had worked with clients who put their items in a storage unit, they had those items in a storage unit for over a year. And I said, well, where are they? And they go, you know what? I don't even miss it. Why are you still holding on? Hmm. It's expensive. And I think your point is also a really good point right now. Um, and I'm not about to tell everybody to get rid of their work clothes, but I have spoke to a client because uh, I do coaching as well. And um, that was sort of the end of last week. And she said, you know, I'm retired now, but I can't really get rid of it. Um, and so, but you're, you're not going back to that same work environment. So things are changing. Um, but again, I'm not about to tell people right now because, you know, we've gone to work, then we're home, then we're gone to work. I mean, right now, everything is back and forth in that category. But mm-hmm. I think, you know what, it, it's touching on a deeper conversation, which mm-hmm. I am enjoying right now, because a lot of the conversations when we have when we keep things, there's some sort of selfish tendencies. And I'm not saying selfish in terms of the negative aspect of it. It's just being it, it might be speaking to a bigger issue of having trouble of letting go of things. Yeah. But it's it's the why it might be signaling a bigger issue that you have to address. I feel like this conversation is just getting super deep <laughs> and this is like not the turn I was expecting it to take. Well, and it's, it's so interesting, you know, I mean, we love the HGTV shows. Home edit is like, they are like on trend right now mm-hmm. because people are really into having their space look very simple. And we're not talking everybody has to be a minimalist, but it's eye candy for us. And, yeah. you know, if that's what we love looking at, definitely means we love living in it. Yeah. And Anya, okay, I want to switch gears a little bit right now, kind of going off of something you just said. You're talking about eye candy, right? We're talking about decor. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the vibe. You know what I mean? Are there some trends that you've seen uh, in people and uh, what they want to turn their spaces into? Because I have seen so many things on Pinterest and, and Instagram and things like that. And I want to know if there are certain uh, auras and certain themes that are popular. White is hot. Oh. So you're seeing a lot of white. And white has been around for a while. Walls are white. They're much more simpler. Um, if, if, if people want a color, it's Chantilly Lace from Benjamin Moore. It's one of the purest whites. Um, it just makes the space look expansive. We're, looking, we're living in smaller spaces. Plants are huge. Mm. And, and plants do so much. It's just a beautiful way of coming into our spaces because there's something living we are caring for something. Um, it, it really alters our mood, especially, you know, when you're working at home. It, it gives quite a bit of calmness. The other thing is curved furniture. You're seeing a lot of curved furniture now. It's, um, 
We're changing that structural because we want a more sort of softer feeling, the way we're living. We, we are really getting away from everything being so cut and dry. And this whole conversation is about self-care as yes. well. But yeah. that, that, those are big trends um, that I'm seeing a lot. Um, even uh, even wallpaper with big leaves and palms and everything, mm-hmm. um, that's pretty hot as well. Yeah. Now, all of those trends, depending, uh, could, you know, rack up the credit card a little bit. So do you have some, like, do's and don'ts as to how to visually open up your space without sort of breaking the bank? And also to add on to that, any DIYs yeah. as well, because we love uh, us yeah. millennials. We love a good do-it-yourself. Even though I suck with a glue yeah. gun, <laughs> like I'm terrible. Absolutely, and I think you know what I mean. Talk about repurposing furniture. I love old furniture, and it just there's just something about it. You know, there's so many different hacks that are out there. Change the knobs of a piece of furniture. Change the color. Maybe uh, put some wallpaper in the back. And I guess maybe too, maybe giving ourselves time to sort of find these things, because I guess maybe if we get frustrated or overwhelmed, we we might just sort of go and buy it from a big department store Mm -hmm. spending double. Whereas if we take a little bit more time, we can head up to our local dollar store find you know a little bit of a couple of things and sort of make it nice store has got some really cool stuff let me tell you they have stepped their game up yeah absolutely i mean if you're looking at um clear bins are you know really Mm -hmm. also very on trend you can go right into the dollar store and you can get a lot of those wonderful dividers there and i'm big on youtube like there are so many people on youtube that love sharing hacks how to make your home look, you know, expensive but not spending. You know, food prices are really going up. Mm-hmm. People, you know, we we have to live. But you can have a beautiful space that doesn't have to be restoration hardware. I have loved this conversation. Honestly, you have given me hope because mm-hmm. I, I won't lie. Like sometimes Aww, it, you, you just you. sit there and you go, you look at your room and you're just like, where am I going to begin? Exactly. Or you start one place and then before you know it, you get distracted with another section yep. and you just before you know it, you're still in a hot mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, am I ever going to get this done? But I think just that reassurance to sort of give yourself grace while cleaning and mm-hmm. decluttering can also be like that first step to really getting that that room that you want to live in, that you enjoy living in. Yes, for sure. If our listeners want us some more information or how to have you as a house coach, Mm -hmm. uh, where can we find you? Yes. um, So my website is A-N-J-A-H-O-U-S-E, coach, C-O-A-C-H. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us, Anya. I I, I feel like I've gotten that kick in the butt that I feel like I needed. Yes. And to everyone, too, don't wait for spring cleaning. Get the January junk out of there. Let's, like, get get to it now. Yep. Get to it now. And, you know... Companies are going to capitalize off of spring cleaning, too. Yeah. You know, and things might be more expensive in the spring. So get them now while they're cheaper. Do it now. Thanks for joining us, Anya. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Do you have an idea or a podcast to share? Send it to us here at Discovery, the radio show for podcasters on 105.9 The Region. This is Mental Health Moments, the podcast dedicated to breaking down barriers and sharing your stories. Brought to you by 105.9 The Region. Hey there and welcome to another episode of Mental Health Moments, brought to you by 105.9 The Region and hosted by yours truly, Phil McCabe. 
Before we get into today's show, I just want you to know that the show Discovery, the uh, the wonderful program that hosts Mental Health Moments, as well as other programs, is now available on all major podcast platforms. You use Google Play, you can get the podcast there, Spotify, Apple, really wherever you get your podcasts, you can get Discovery and this wonderful program. Go ahead and check it out. But moving on to today's show, if you've ever had a long distance relationship, you know that it can be challenging. Now, throw in starting up and running your own business. You've got your uh, yourself a recipe for stress. Joining me today is Lauren McDonald. Thank you for joining me today, Lauren. Thanks for having me, Phil. I'm happy to be here. Like I said uh, before we got started, I thought as much as your story is very unique in the relationship that you have with your now husband, it, the idea of a long distance relationship is something that, you know, works across the world. We even have an entire series of TLC shows, 90 Day Fiance, that's based on long distance relationships. So I, I got to ask, you know, I I lived two hours away from my fiance for uh, for a couple of years. And you and your now husband have lived in different countries and different continents. So take us through that. What was that like living so far apart from from the person that you've built this relationship with? Yeah. So uh, Michael and I, Michael's my uh, husband, um, we actually started out long distance. Uh, we met in Toronto. Uh, he was here on holiday with his family and we ended up clicking, but he was uh, at the time working in Australia. Yeah, it kind of built, helped us build a foundation that was a little bit more unique than, say, a typical long distance relationship where you can make a phone call and get the person right away. We were 12 hours apart in uh, in our uh, time difference. And uh, so we wrote emails. Uh, that's how we started out connecting was through emails. We actually built our relationship kind of in an old school method. And we he ended up actually moving to Canada about five years ago now. Um, but he was still taking on projects uh, in Australia. So we kind of had that foundation already. Uh, we understood kind of what the environment was going to be like. I feel like that was kind of what made our relationship so strong is because we had to be very open and com our communication had to be really good in order for it to uh, succeed. And so when he went back, uh, just as COVID hit, uh, it was a little bit different. We we thought we were going to get some traveling in together, um, but unfortunately, uh, travel wasn't a thing. So, uh, yeah, so it, it was, we relied on uh, emails and we relied on our phone communication when he did have reception, but it is that kind of that open communication um, that you need in order to to be able to have your relationship uh, become successful, uh, especially that far away. Well, and you mentioned that he went back to Australia to uh, to work. Where I wanted to go with this train of thought was, you know, he went back to Australia essentially to pad your collective bank account and really work towards the future for yourself, for your family, for you know, your dogs and so on and so forth. Did that make it easier to to see him off or was it even more challenging because you had the time to live together that you actually didn't have to deal with long distance that now you're like, oh, crap, here we go again. It was actually, I would say it was actually probably easier this time. We had kind of a goal in mind. We 
knew that he was going to be there a uh, set couple months. Unfortunately, with COVID, it did extend uh, quite a bit. Having that kind of end goal and end uh, date was really nice. And because we'd already been through it before, um, especially when we were a new couple, now we know each other so much more. Um, and so I, I felt that it was a lot easier. I mean, there are definitely days where you really, really miss and wish that they would be there next to you, especially in certain uh, situations like the pandemic. It was really hard being on my own uh, here. And we we do have two dogs. And uh, uh, I started my own business just before COVID as well. And so there were those external pressures and stressors that it would have been nice for him to be here. But we knew kind of what uh, our situation was and what we were looking to uh, gain. We're, we're going to pivot a little bit because, as you mentioned, as I've mentioned, you uh, you now run and operate your own business. So first and foremost, what is your business? And then second part of that question is, was it a hard decision to to uproot yourself and turn into an independent business owner? I am the owner of Clo Design Studio, and we are a marketing agency located uh, in the Kawartha Lakes. Um, and so I've always worked in marketing. I knew from day one, I always wanted to start my own business. Uh, that was always my end game. An opportunity came up where um, with Michael being able to work uh, in Australia, that gave us a little bit more stability in me starting my own business. Um, so I jumped right in and I I am very fortunate living in a smaller town where uh, human connection is everything in making those business relationships. And I'm very lucky for uh, a lot of my local clients here. Uh, when I first started, it definitely took a bit of a toll on me. Um, I always say to people who are looking to start a business, you just got to follow your heart. And if you're passionate about it and have that drive, go for it because it will be successful. It may not be successful overnight, but it will be successful at some point. And it's just whatever your stepping stone is to get there. It is all worth it. Um, uh, if you do decide to take that plunge. Well, and when I think about running a small business, obviously I don't have the experience that you have. I, I've worked in radio my entire career so far. But when I think about running a small business, the part that scares me is the what ifs. What if I can't close this deal? What if I can't do that? What if my clients hate me? And on and on and on. Like the, the list of what ifs goes on forever. So how... How do you deal with that? Do you just kind of use the what ifs to push you to do your best work? Or are you just mm -hmm. so confident in the product and services that you provide that the what ifs are just in the back of your head? No, you know what? Every I always think about the what ifs um, and that comes hand in hand with having a business. I mean, there are a lot of questions and there are a lot of unknowns. Um, and with running a small business, each month is different for you. And so there are some months that might be quieter than others. And then you start panicking, think, thinking work's not coming. Um, but like I said, the biggest thing that you can do is just kind of persevere with what you're doing with 
stay consistent. Jobs and things like that will always come if you're consistent and if you're passionate about what you do. And so those what ifs, I'm able to kind of push to the back burner a little bit. And I found as well in a small business, you have to become vulnerable. You have to, you have to put yourself out there. Um, now, for instance, I do volunteer quite a bit. Um, and I have gained a lot of clients by doing that, uh, volunteering in the community and sitting on boards and uh, donating my time to some nonprofits and things like that. Um, there's always ways to kind of build build your business. Um, and if some of your what ifs are something that you feel you may not have knowledge of uh, in helping you overcome them or um, kind of prevent them, um, there are so many people in your community, most likely, that love to mentorship. Um, I'm lucky enough, my dad is a business guru and uh, he's uh, he, him and my mom were an entre- uh, entrepreneurs as well. And uh, so often when I'm second guessing myself or I've got questions, I, I go to him and ask him what his thoughts are or what situations he's been in. And he kind of gives me guidance on those. And it makes me feel a lot better. And I do always recommend uh, if you are starting out your business, find that mentor that you can lean on with questions because you're going to have a million questions. Um, And so finding that person um, uh, is really, really key because they just give you that added confidence uh, and a bit of direction uh, as you navigate through kind of your your new venture. And that that makes a lot of sense. But my last question for you is a bit of a twofold one. If there's someone out there that's struggling mentally with their long distance relationship, and I don't mean the actual relationship relationship itself, but the 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 mental struggles that go with it, what would you want them to know? You know what? Um, what I would want them to know is know that regardless of how close or how far that relationship is to you, that is your person. That is your person that you can rely on. That is your person that can help you through these struggles. And often long distance is only temporary. Um, There are ways to get around it. We have so many um, methods of communicating now that make it a lot easier. But just know that the person that you are um, in that relationship with does love you and wants to be your support system as well. And uh, that you, as long as you keep open communication, it can help relieve um, some of that stress. Um, and uh, yeah, I, there's always, there's always uh, a, an end game or a goal uh, that you will reach uh, uh, in time. Now, same question, but in terms of the, the, the stress and the struggles and all the things that go with running a business, what would you want small business owner out there that's listening, that's just having a hard time mentally right now? What would you want them to know? Yeah. No, you're not the only one. Uh, we all are go through highs and lows in business. Uh, fortunately, I feel like it comes with uh, having your own business, but know that even when you're in your lows, 
there will be wonderful highs that come. Uh, and that is just your business growing and, and look at it that way. Your business will constantly grow. And there's a lot of emotions uh, associated with that. But like I said, um, there are people that you can reach out to for mentorship. And if there are any small businesses that do even just want to talk with me, I, I don't mind them reaching out. Um, it's hard as a business owner, but uh, it's the payoff is 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 really, really uh, good. And you know what? It's a, it's very fulfilling. So. OK, and you mentioned that people can reach out to you. So I wanted to, to give you the chance. How how can people reach out to Clove Design Studio? Is it through Instagram? What Like what's your handle? So Clove uh, Design Studio is my Instagram handle. Um, you can also reach out through my uh, website as well. There is a contact there. Um, so, yeah, you can reach out uh, to either place and uh, I can give you a hand. Wonderful. Lauren McDonald, thank you so much for joining me today. No worries. Thank you, Phil, for having me. That'll do it for Mental Health Moments, one of the wonderful podcasts right here on Discovery, the radio show for podcasters. If you want to listen to us on the go, you can download any of our podcasts on multiple platforms. You can get it on Apple. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on Google. You can get it really wherever you want. If you or someone you love is struggling with mental health concerns, contact a local agency near you. This has been Mental Health Moments, brought to you by 105.9 The Region. Discovery, the radio show for podcasters, exclusive to 105.9 The Region. Expand your audience and extend your reach. Send us your podcast, info at 1059theregion.com.